Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Dude, I'm about ready to start filming like 15 videos a week. 15 videos a week? Yeah. Honestly. That's a ton. That's a ton. Is it? I mean, I guess it's possible. It's not. But That's I'm, more that's than two videos a day. Dude, honestly, I would film 45 videos a day. <laughs> 45 videos a day. I just, I really want to start making videos again. I have, what's that shit called? Withdrawals. I'm having video making withdrawals. Yeah, same. I mean, even though we did just make a video that's yeah. going up probably, I think, today when this podcast comes out. Yeah, I just want to make 15 more right now. Right now, you want to make 15 more? Yeah. I mean, do we have all of these ideas written out? It's just like, I want to get going. I know. But... Stop petting your leg. You probably the mic's probably picking that up. I'm not. I don't think it is. I'm not petting it that loud. I'm, I'm petting my leg because all the squats have been doing. But we'll talk about that later. All right. I'm just trying to give it like a massage. Yeah, you know, you don't sound like a douchebag at all. Not you sound like, like a really cool, classy dude. I'm just trying to calm it down, bro. Okay. Because it's like raging with like muscular growth. <laughs> oh my god. Because all the squats have been doing. So how's life in Jersey? Another week. Oh yeah, we're still in Jersey. We are still in Jersey. I mean, kind of obviously, we're not going anywhere. Um, we're going absolutely nowhere, as everyone else is. So hopefully, you guys have been doing well in your, and you're not going anywhere, guys. There's absolutely no way that it's been a full week since we've recorded our last podcast. What? It's been. It's probably been. I, I would say four hours. That's what it feels like. I when we when I sat down to record earlier, I was like, I know we just did this two days ago. That was like, actually, I really felt that. That was seven days ago. Anyone else's days blending? Anyone who's listening? No, oh, Grayson, yeah, probably no sure. one. Probably no one at all. Yeah, oh, come on. That's no like, ones are definitely. I was just trying to be relatable, guys. Come it's on. like when people say, hey, do you guys remember this toy from when I was younger? It's like, well, yeah, it's a humongous toy. Of course we remember it. Grayson, it's not was, just you. Like, what kind of toy? Like a, like a big Rubik's Cube or something? A big Rubik's Cube? No, it would be like those Hot Wheels tracks. And it will be like, man, am I the only uh, one that had this? Uh-oh. And then people will be like, no, of course you're not the only one that had it. It's like that It's like that 16-year-old dude who tweets that he loves pizza so he can get favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> which. Which is me when which I was we've 16. we've all been there. It's like, yeah. Which it's is like, fucking disgusting. Yo, who, that's else cheese, is, who else's favorite character in Backyard Against was Pablo? Obviously, that's the most relatable thing. Mine was Tyrone, so. I could, was? See, that's yeah, a I could, great tweet. I couldn't relate. Oh my God, that honestly is. I'm going to tweet it and see who else. Tweet it right but, now. Yo, that's pa- a, that's Pablo a very was, funny tweet. Pablo was great, but you know who was rare? Austin the Kangaroo. Austin, bro. I think we, dude. 
They need to start rerunning that show. I think I would honestly watch it now. Dude, maybe we can fucking buy the episodes and we can watch a season. That was the fucking show, dude. For Ethan and I, we had preschool at this church, and we would get picked up by, like, our great aunt at, um, like, what was it, noon? And then the show would air at, like, noon 30. I also say noon 30. I don't say 12.30. And the show would air at noon 30 every week, and we would just run to that fucking couch. And we sometimes we'd, we'd miss the intro and we'd be so upset. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was just the theme song, but I'd get so bent out of shape. That was when the kitchen room used to be the living room. Yeah, everybody who's listening to the podcast knows that. All right. They can all relate changed, to this. My mom does like, my mom always changes around her houses and stuff that she, she usually will buy a house that's like in very poor condition and then make it like nicer, but it always just takes a long time. But I don't know. I, I always love the houses that my mom has and, and our family's had. But she changed the kitchen and the living room. And you know this was a long time ago because it's when the living room, it was when the kitchen was the living room. So that was like the beginning Bro, of the time. what the, the fuck house. are you talking about? Just We're going so insane that we are about to rent a season of Backyard Again to watch after we stop recording this podcast. And if you guys don't know what backyardigans are, I'm Back sorry you didn't have it. Yeah, I never, I've never, never seen an episode, it. man. You I have feel kind of bad about it. Oh, no, dude, well. not. I, it's, not well, you know what, Ryan? I feel bad about it because you didn't have a childhood. Well, he, I might have to rent he it. Did. Or buy His it childhood too. was just earlier than ours. Yeah, I'm very old. Yeah, he's he's really. He's really Ryan. You're 76, at, right? He's really old, guys. Yeah, back in the 50s, we we had cartoons, but we didn't have backyardigans, unfortunately. I actually met Ryan through my great grandfather yes so chuck what a good guy he was i i love chuck <laughs> all right what do we do what are we talking about you know we're talking about everything i don't know you guys are in jersey you filmed a lot you act like you didn't film but you guys put like 40 hours of work into a video coming up yeah we look he did that fucking grayson asked me if i could help him out with something that's how it started he said yo can you just help me out with something and I'm, I'm i'm thinking like yeah it's gonna take like 10 minutes max um and it, it ended up taking um, hmm, 47 hours of, like, actual work. So, like, seven days of just, con- just fucking Like, scooping. 6 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m. to, like, 10 p.m. For, for a long time. All right. I don't want to give the video away, but uh, Grayson had me scooping dirt for, like, seven days in a row. And thank you, Grayson. That was amazing. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You can't lie. Good workout. You can't lie. You felt really good when it was done. I, I kind of did. Dude, that's like the I'm best feeling ever. The feeling, the rewarding feeling of finishing something. Like making something complete that was once just an idea. And I think that's why Ethan and I do what we do. And we've always been into video creation is because we've always chased that feeling of accomplishment. Yeah, finishing feels great. It's a great feeling. So, yeah. Um, no, but we were talking about this earlier today, Ethan and I. We were like, dude, remember in school how. Like, in school, we were we were pretty good students and, I guess, like, relatively smart. But I think that the reason I had good grades was because I just was such a tryhard. Yeah, you were a tryhard. I was a tryhard, too. Like, I have, to, I have like, really... I had really bad dyslexia when I was little. I think it, it got better, if that makes any sense, because I just practice at reading. It's still awful. Like, I read way too slow to not get pissed off at myself, so I just listen to podcasts and audiobooks instead. But, just like a lot of people that are probably here right now, so what's up? Yeah. I hate books too. Actually, I don't even listen to audiobooks. Fuck that. I just listen to podcasts only. <laughs> but I remember just being such a tryhard in school. 
like studying on the toilet. That was my, that was like, that was my shit. No pun intended. I would always do that. I think that was the only place I studied and it's because I'm there for a long time. Grayson, can I, can I just let them in on a little backstory real quick? Yeah. Grayson had a fear of pooping in school. Um, like it was like terrible to the point where dude, you, you went to therapy for it. Okay. Yeah. So Grayson was afraid of shitting outside of the house and school was, I mean, it happened every day and that was outside of the house. So, um, he was always afraid to go to school because he thought he was going to have to shit. So Grayson would wake up probably an hour earlier than me every single day before school and just sit on the toilet and just hope for the best. And if nothing came out, he'd fucking panic before school. Yeah, it was bad. I've always had like weird paranoia things. And that was one of them. I always thought that, like, if I went to the bathroom, you know, number two at school, then kids would think I was weird and not want to be my friend, which is so fucking stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I've actually made friends by taking uh, number uh, number two. How the fuck did that happen? Well, I was in a stall. Yeah, I was going to say. I was, in a, I was in a stall, and was just I was just going off. I was popping off, dude. No, uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, but I, I do, like, I'll, I'll... Now it's completely different, because when I was younger, I was deathly afraid of, like going to the bathroom in public. And now I kind of like, dude, the airport, this might be gross, but fuck it. I'm just going to say it. I'm just like a, I'm just a dude for this. Um, I'll like purposely go to, to the bathroom really loud in the airport. Cause all the stalls are lined up. Well, not nowadays. I don't go to the airport because it's dangerous, but when the airport was a good old place, I used to go to the bathroom really loud. Well, I, I don't like to go on the plane. Actually, plane bathrooms aren't that bad. Dude, but, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Okay, this, Man, you are really going at it. This, with is the the, this is this is this is the story, dude. I'll go to the bathroom really loud, but I'll be like by myself, just to get a Snapchat like of it, like of the sound, and then like get someone's reaction, because it's funny, and then I send it to all my friends on Snapchat. So basically, I make friends through that now. So when I thought when I when I didn't want to do that, when I went to school because. I was just afraid that people. No, would Grayson, want to be my that friend. is extreme character growth, and I'm really proud of you. It is. That's like the weirdest form of character growth. It is, but I'm glad that that made a 180 Speaking in my life because I was always very afraid to do that. But I want to get back on the track to to being a tryhard in school, and how that has to do with why we are like still kind of tryhards with with the, these video projects that we do. Um, and I thought of a story today that was really like. I don't know, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool and I, and I I don't know how I remembered it. It was like tucked in the back of my head, but in 4th grade we had a health project which everyone knows 4th grade health is like not even graded, but we had to do a play in front of our class and you got in groups of 4. And I remember it was Sunday night and I I remembered that we had to put together this play. And it was like a 1 minute thing where you go in the front of the class and you explain how like adding a nutritious food to your diet can make your you healthier and um i started panicking i was like dude oh and i called everyone that was in my group i called their house and their mom answered and i was really nervous and then i asked to speak to them and then i was like hey did you do anything for this and they all said no so then i was like oh my god dad i need to like write a script for for a play for health and he was like, all right all right calm down like you could do it and so I started writing the script and halfway through it, I started getting really confused. I was like, oh, and then, oh, then he has to talk after me and then I have to label who's going to talk next. And I started getting like, I started panicking and I told my dad, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's like, sure you can. 
And he walked downstairs with four highlighters because there was four people in my group. And he said, here, each one of, each one of you guys is going to be a different color. Highlight who's talking and go through the thing and make sure that it makes sense as a conversation when, you, when you're writing the script. So I'm like nine years old. And of course, I, I didn't know how to like make a conversation make sense with four different people as I was writing. It was the first time I ever done it. But my dad simply explaining that to me helped me through creating this little this little play for health class. And that was the first time that I ever wrote a script. And I've written scripts for, for certain things since then. Yeah, since then you've written a script. Well, you've written a full outline for a music video and a documentary. And I did the highlighter thing. And that was just a simple thing. My dad, like, calmed me down. And he told me, here, son, just do this. And uh, it was just like... It was cool. I remember that today. And then <laughs> going back to the tryhard thing, when we got to class and we had health class that day, that Monday, because this was Sunday night that I wrote it, everybody else was unprepared. I guess everybody else forgot about it. And my group was the only people, the only group that had prepared. Well, I prepared because I was a tryhard. And the teacher pulled me into the hallway and gave us an A plus plus. So that it's was a good grade. A, yeah, it was. I mean, it's just like a, it's a cute little story I remembered that I wanted to share. And that was the first script that I ever wrote. Yeah, and Grayson was uh, performing his little uh, thing in health class uh, while squeezing a shit in the whole time because he was deathly afraid of shitting. <laughs> which, is, which is not healthy. <laughs> Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Speaking about healthy, though, dude, I've been kind of proud of myself. So when this quarantine thing happened, I was... Nervous for a couple reasons, like just like what the fuck is going to happen with making videos and everything. And then, you know, we've adapted to that. But one thing that you can't really adapt to is just like sitting around and having all this food in front of your face and not being tempted to eat it. So that was like my biggest fear. I'm like, dude, I'm going to just eat like an asshole every single day. Like I'm not going to have anything to distract myself. I love food way too much. I'm panicking. But to my surprise... Um, I'm actually making myself really proud. I, I, I'm actually eating healthier now that I'm in the quarantine. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I just took time to really try to feel good about something every single night that I put my head on my pillow. Even if it's just like something as little as, oh, wow, I, I ate healthy today. So alongside eating healthy and everything, I've also uh, made it a goal to try to work out or get some sort of exercise every single day. And it has kept me sane. Um, it's been raining the past two days here, so I haven't been able to get outside, and I was freaking out. But today, got my workout in, and I feel, uh, I feel great. I feel good too. Right now, I'm full on salad, so you know that 
It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. I'm full on, on healthy greens and such. And I got two workouts in today. One of them this morning by myself. Oh, sorry. I was very lonely. Well, Ethan actually decided to join me. Well, I actually joined him. I was like, yeah, I'm going to join onto your workout today so that we can sync up and start working out together. Well, you know what, Grayson? That was my yeah, well, fucking, look, that was my workout, and you're lucky that I let you join. All right. Well, the, the only reason you're going to work out every day is because you're going to work out with me. I'm holding you to it. All I've right. been easily working out every day. The challenge you is just on. decided that today. And you're, you come on here acting like, oh, I've been working out every day. No, you haven't. I've been do- I've been working out every day. I just want to say, you do the weirdest workouts of all time. I, I walk outside, and Grayson's like holding himself up on the pull-up bar and like doing like a, a 360 in the air with his legs bent and his ass facing my face. And I, do you want to know try why? Try not to shit. Do you wanna, oh, my God. <laughs> you want to know why I do those weirdest workouts? Why? Because it keeps it fun. Mm. I think that... Keeping your workouts fun and different and trying new things is the only way that you're going to, for me, is the only way that I'm going to be able to continue to consistently work out and stay active and healthy. Yeah. Let me just say something real quick um, that, that kind of like reminds me, like every time I've ever tried to consistently eat healthy or consistently work out, I get on like a health kick. A lot of people have probably been on one at one point in their life because they get like motivated and they're like, I've done this for three days. I'm going to keep going. And I always burn myself out because I just exert way too much in like the first week. And like I get to the point where like life isn't really enjoyable anymore and it's the only thing I'm thinking about. So like it's better to just do little by little and just make sure that you do it every day versus do a lot one day and then you start to burn out and then you stop doing it after like a week. So with these fun workouts that Grayson's been putting me through, I'm like really interested in working out again. And it's something that I could definitely do every day. It's, it's not even like a workout anymore. It's more like a like a hobby. It's weird. It's like a sport. It's like we're trying to progress um, and like learn different body movements and shit. And like it's it's fun. Well, for me, fortunately, I've just become obsessed with this. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has like a weird hobby or an obsession that they like binge watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but like, we've been there before. We've been obsessed with working out and then we just quit after like and we'll like literally quit for two weeks, two yeah, months. But I'm currently obsessed with the type of workouts that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So I've put down all weights. I don't touch any weights because I had too many injuries from lifting it too heavy and trying to get big and all that stuff. And I just found that it was and it's not kinda, fun. It, was, it wasn't fun. It was counterproductive. I was hurting myself and then I was staying out of the gym for a prolonged period of time. And then the longer you're out of the gym, the, the, the less motivation you have to get back in it. Yeah. We've also eliminated gym too. So we, the only thing that we work out with is a pull-up bar outside. And then the rest is just like on the ground, push-ups, sit-ups, all like just body movements. So we could do it wherever we are, which is another thing is... Um, convenience. Yeah, like we don't have to drive to a gym. It doesn't have to be a headache. It doesn't have to yeah. be like shitty. And just before like, and before I had the bar, I want to say I was doing it on a tree. Yeah. So you really can just do it anywhere. And so the type of workouts that primal. we do are called calisthenics. Calisthenics is, I guess, the practice of just moving your body freely through different positions and stuff like that. Um, and that's what you're working towards, is to be able to kind of move your body through like all these. Uh, basically do like superhuman shit yeah like like, like hang like, from a tree with one arm with your toes above your head and that is not an nbd that is something that we're going to be able to do yes when we keep practicing yeah and that's a cool thing about this is that it it's not easy for me to just get right into mm. with lifting i was like all right like i'm naturally pretty strong i can just go lift a bunch of weight and then as i try to put more weight on i just hurt myself What's the weirdest workout you do? Um, you do some weird fucking things. I haven't tried them all yet. 
Can you take me through a weird ass one tomorrow? You did it. You you copied me and did it. You did it with like like not as good form. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. That's because I never fucking done it before. That is a pretty like offensive name, and I want to change the name to it. What's the name? It's called Skin the Cat, which is like I don't know where. That's it came. not vegan, at all. I don't know where it came from, but I didn't come up with it, and I I personally don't like the name at all. I love cats. Me too, dude. You do not fuck with cats. Not no. even if it's the name of your workout. Yeah, don't fuck with cats. So I I want to rename that workout. But it's basically when you go from like a, a hanging thing on the rings, you're you're just free hanging, then you go into like an L sit, and then you go lever upside back. down, and then touch your knees, from a back lever, and then forward to a front lever. I know knows what the fuck that is, Grayson. It just looks goofy as hell. I think I have it on my Snapchat story right now. So if you wanna, uh, if you wanna check that out, you can you can go to my Snapchat. Uh, but I probably won't have it on my story by the time you're listening to this, unless you're fast enough. Keep up with my Snapchat every day. I'll I'll Snapchat the fucking weird shit that we do working out. Just and hopefully it entertains you. And maybe if you want to try some of it to keep yourself busy during this quarantine, then go for it. Something that the quarantine has pushed me to do workout wise because I I regularly work out almost daily because I kind of need it in my life. I need it to like de stress. If I, if I have a lot going on, which I normally do, I like to keep myself busy. I needed a thing to me help me like simmer down it has to be the best stress reliever yeah working out i don't think anything gets better than that i don't either and it's healthy Mm -hmm. so that's a bonus something to feel good about when you put your head on your pillow at night um but something that i've been doing is not neglecting certain workouts that i've always just thought were like boring or unnecessary um one of them being squats so for me i just always like to do upper body workouts and i would like ignore the rest i never hit legs i know it sounds douchey but some people may listening might have only really ever done squats and not done upper body and i think that i'm proud of myself right now for trying to get that peach going yeah for for trying to do something (laughs) that i've that I've, that, that i've that i've known is not good for me i mean that i've known is good for me but i've always not done it so i have committed and i did this with a friend of mine to doing 333 squats per day now that wow. that 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 is a very high amount of squats. I can barely walk at the moment. I'm getting less sore as the days go on. Are you um, challenging everyone listening to do a squat challenge? So if you guys are are listening <laughs> and you want to get in on the squat challenge, you can do it. You just really have to hold yourself accountable. And to hold myself accountable, if I don't complete the squats, then I have to do three three minute and thirty three second plank holds, right, which well, which I completely here's hate. the ultimatum. If someone listening completes the squat challenge. Grayson, no, no, don't challenge someone to do you, that. You can get hurt. You can get hurt if you do, if you. And it doesn't have to be squats. that many squats. As long as you're doing squats every single day, it so could be th- it could be thirty three squats so if you're just mo- starting out. Multiple people are going to complete this challenge, Grayson. And here, here, here's the catch: if fifty people complete this challenge, you have to post a photo of your juicy three hundred thirty squat challenge. Yeah, that big, ass. that big old peach. All right, well, I'm doing. You got to post a booty pic, bro. I'm doing. I'm doing the challenge for. 30. It's only right. I'm doing the challenge for thirty days. 30 days. So right, after that, I, I, my, my, my cake needs some time, bro, because it needs to get lifted because I've never, ever done squats in my life. Got to shape that thing up. So now I'm doing 333 a day. And that's something I feel really good about when I go to bed. It's also a little bit like psychotic and I have a little bit of OCD about it. So I have to, I have to do that certain number, but well, that's hey, good. it's good. I'm excited for the end of the month now. I'm ready to see that, that big old peach. <laughs> but something that, I don't know, kind of stood out to me. Bro, wait, well, how did you just come up with the rule that I have to post a booty pic? 
Well, I feel like it's only he right. Just, like he's looking at me right now. He goes, he, he, all right, here, here's the catch. You have to post a booty pic. What the fuck? I was just doing this for me. It goes hand me. in hand, No, though. it does go hand in hand, bro. It goes cheek in cheek. Dude, you have to post a picture because if you're going to challenge people to do something, why should they have to do it just because you fucking say so? Okay. Yeah, There's got to be something on the line for you, bro. All right, guys. So pick a number that you're physically confident no, in. We're going we're gonna to pick the number. It's 33. 33 squats a day for 30 days. Actually, is that too low? For some people that might be too low, for some people that might be regular. That's a, that's the glory of working out is there's always room to progress. All right, so if you do one squat a day, Grayson's got to post an ass pick. Wow. All right, try try to pick a number that's challenging for you, but no, not, you pick the fucking number, but not too much. No, it's it's not, dude. I can't just say that because some people, if people started doing 333 squats a day, me telling them to do that is like Grayson saying, hey, go and right ask. Now. Grayson go sounds like Grayson sounds like that gym teacher is like, don't hurt yourself. I, d- I honestly don't want to because, dude, if you try to do as many pull-ups as me weighted pull-ups your your skinny little arms would crack so wow yeah wow. we'll yeah. see about that. that that's what i was just try- that's what i was trying to get at ethan yeah we'll see about that so everyone's at a different level do a challenging number of squats per day and then stay to that number for a full month guys here's what i, I, wanna- I guarantee you will feel great and here's what i want to challenge you guys to do every single day during this quarantine and you know after this quarantine too, make it a thing from now because of this quarantine and there's nothing really else to do do one thing every single day that is going to make you feel good when you put your head on your pillow at night. So you yeah. can sleep peacefully knowing that you improved that day. And I know it sounds cheesy, sounds kind of simpish, but I don't know. I, I have trouble when I'm like, oh, I didn't do shit with my day. And like, I, I can't sleep then. Even so if like, it's brushing your teeth an extra time that day. Literally. You're like, oh, I did that. Let's go. Or like not eating a sweet treat and eating a vegetable or something like that. Yeah. Anything, just anything that you could feel good about that is going to make you a better person. How about that? That's good. I was going to say, um, when it comes to like feeling good, one thing that we haven't really discussed on the podcast, and I get a ton of messages about this, is you guys and music, what you listen to, maybe new artists, your go-to, you know, all that stuff with the quarantine music is so big right now. So yeah. I figured that'd be kind of a good discussion. Dude, that's true. Um, I've been listening to a lot of music lately. And um, it's helping me escape for sure. That's what I always listen to music for, kind of an escape. I never really listen to music to not like feel anything. I'm very, very picky yeah. with what I listen to. I think just because I tie it to like so much like either nostalgia or like it, the lyrics have to be like so crazy that I just have to think about them for a full week until I understand them. And then I'm like, wow. Like I just want to get like I want it to get me thinking. But what's going to be a nostalgic album for me around this time is The Weeknd's new album. Because I have been listening to that literally every day. And right when I think that I can't listen to it anymore, I can just listen to it another time. Like, it, it's, it, there hasn't been an album like that for me in a while. And uh, that's doing it for me right now. Yeah. There is, uh, there's something different about that album. Yeah. I was big into The Weeknd, like, was it four years ago with Trilogy? When we got into it, Trilogy, I know, was older than that. No, it was five years ago. Wow, and then, and then Beauty Behind the Madness, that was a great album too. Um, Missed Us with Starboy for sure, I, was, I wasn't really on board with that one, I don't know why I didn't really listen, I feel like, because, I don't know, I get so weird when a lot of people just start listening to like a certain artist or whatever, that I, I just like, I'm like, everyone's listening to this, I'm overwhelmed, I'm I don't want to like, like an asshole for that, like I'll like someone yeah. when they're really underground, and then when they get mainstream, I kind of like, I I get like, oh, they, they used to be my artist, you know what I mean, like no one knew about it, I guess some people can relate to that feeling, mm. but... Like I'm not, I'm not the type of person to ever have the radio on or a pop station or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Like I, I always listen to things that like oh I discover and that like that like do something for me. But this new weekend album, 
does it. Does it. I like how he talks about like going home and like feeling more himself. Yeah. That shit is like I'm I'm doing that right now and I put it on and I'm listening to that and I'm like holy shit like this is my life right now. So yeah. like Snow Child is about I mean there's Snow Child there's Escape LA. I mean a lot of his songs he talks about going back home where he's from in Canada and being back home in Jersey where I'm from. It's just per it literally came like it came out yeah. at the perfect time. Like you could I mean, hear his like he's like speaking his truth on this album which is really cool and i think he could only do that in his hometown and that's how i kind of feel yeah you know what i mean so it's like it's cool to listen to right now um what else we've been listening to i mean i I always listen to tame impala i think every day for like two years straight i've been listening to tame impala maybe there's some days where i don't have it on but like it's very rare that i like i don't have them on, on my playlist when i get in the car or when i'm making coffee for with breakfast and stuff like that like i always have to be listening to music and it always has to be enhancing my mood in some way or another mm-hmm. and that's even if it's making me feel more sad yeah. sometimes i put music on when i'm sad to just get to, to feel even more of that emotion yeah one of my favorite artists one time i was watching uh an interview or maybe they were playing on a radio station it's a band and the lead singer um he said something about how like he's like thank you for listening to our music and feeling something with us whether it's happy excited or sad like thank you for like coming along and i was like that's really cool how like he thanked his fans for feeling like sad because of him which is like very strange Mm -hmm. if you think about it because it's like hey i made you sad um thank you for letting me know but it's like i don't know if if he was feeling sad and someone felt that with him because he was just being who he was that is definitely like a surreal feeling to him and i i after he said that i was like wow i've experienced that too um, and I was able to relate to that. Like yeah, I, I, I've always felt are... guilty for being like down and talking about my feelings and stuff on social media because I didn't want other people to get upset from it or get triggered. Um, but the fact that he kind of like just accepted that that was a thing and that was going to happen and then thanked his, his audience for that was really fucking cool. And I looked up to him for that. Um, and for many other reasons. Um, the person I'm talking about is um, Ben from Band of Horses, the lead singer, and that has been my favorite band for as long as I can remember, maybe like five years. Yeah, me too. Who would be in your Mount Rushmore? Uh, I feel like I already know the answer, oh. but you know, like the, mm-hmm. the 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 top four faces of like your music, if you had a pick. Damn. Um, all right, so Kid Cudi would definitely be there. That's a no-brainer for both of us. Yeah. Correct, Ethan. Another no-brainer is Ben Bridwell from Band of Horses. Um. Kevin Parker, Kevin Parker from Tame Impala. Oh gosh, who's the last one? <laughs> I can, dude. I, it's so cool thing. I've never heard that. I've never like thought of that way to put it. Um, but now I can see all their faces in stone, and it looks fucking epic. Cuddy <laughs> looks good. I can picture Cuddy. Yeah, he's got his dude. He's got his sunglasses on his ass around a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he definitely. He definitely does. Or he's got the mustache, bro. That was a legendary phase. Yeah, you tried to copy him a little bit there, didn't you? Yeah, maybe. Dude, ah. Uh, who the fuck is the fourth one? That's I don't know, such a good question, right? Writing-wise, I I don't understand how those three guys that we just mentioned do it. Yeah. The way that Cuddy writes from so deep in his emotions and from his soul is insane. Yeah. The way that Ben writes, is it's so poetic yeah. that you can interpret it in like 10 million ways and every single way that you can interpret it will give you chills. You're like, how did he fucking think of that? How did he put that into words? And also, it's like, what does this mean? At what place 
was he at in his life, in his mind, that he wrote something yeah. this insane? I just it, and something really cool about him. I I've, I've done some research. He he talked about how he like kind of lacked a a talent. A, 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 yeah, a, a talent and and then also um, an education. Mm-hmm. Like he he didn't have like the proper education. Yeah. And he was never he was never educated properly through like school system and yeah. stuff like that. And just the way that he writes. For someone to never have had a proper education, the way the ways that he's able to express himself in words is one of the most fucking mind blowing things, dude. I yeah. I try to write poetry every once in a while just for myself, like at night, because mm-hmm. I want to be able to look back on it and, and, and just talk about. I just write about how I feel and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I just I get so like ugh, I get cringed out, dude. Something that he said one time because I I. I I think about him and I'm like, how the fuck yeah. do you write that? And Kevin Parker too from Tame Impala. I, Before we get into that, yeah. because there's a lot to be said about that. Um, th- another thing that I heard from an interview of Band of, uh, with Band of Horses was that he didn't know how to sing at first. And he has one of the coolest voices I've ever heard in my life. So he, because he loved music so much, he wanted to get involved in music. He taught himself how to sing. He taught himself how to play instruments. But like teaching yourself how to sing, like that's fucking crazy. That's something that like you you kind I, I you kind of have to be born with a voice a little bit. Yeah. Because if your voice sounds like mine, it's never gonna fucking be good. <laughs> like it's, but dude, he he sings in the most unique way. Yeah. He like, did I his think, own way. I think everyone can kind of pull it off, and I think that's the coolest thing about pretty much all my top artists. They don't like go crazy falsetto with and like vibrato and shit like that, and their range isn't all over the place. They have just come up with the smoothest and coolest way to sing with their voice box that they were born with. Yeah. And because of that, all of their voices are so unique to them. You will you will never hear anyone similar. Yeah. And Some, it's so fucking cool. And so, that, that gives me chills every time I think yeah. about it. Yeah. The reason why I think it's so cool is because I remember back in the Vine days, a lot of people, it was like a trend to call a lot of the Viners who just made skits and stuff. It, it was a trend to call them talentless. And... In my personal opinion, I think that it is one of the most rare talents that someone could have if they weren't necessarily born with any like crazy skills, but, but yeah. are, were still able to make something of themselves to the point where they were in front of that person's face who was calling them talentless. It's like, hey, I'm here. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe I wasn't born with the ability to sing, but like... Hey, I did it. You know what I mean? And so I'm not, that's a talent in and of itself. I'm not stripping anybody in the music industry of their accomplishments. I understand how hard it is. It's another art form that I can't even wrap my head around. Oh, and even if you can sing, you can't just stop there. You have to be progressing every single yes. day. But to me, I have a lot of appreciation for people that were born without the ability to sing or never started an instrument early enough. Mm-hmm. Or, or did something that, you know, was labeled as a talent. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, this person has a talent. They can play the piano. Or this person can sing. They're talented. I think it's, and I really appreciate the people that have made it in, a, in an industry that involves an art that weren't born with any of those natural abilities. Yeah. Like if someone who, who was born without the ability to... I don't know, to sing or do things that people like really like publicly and stuff like that, made it in front of people's eyes. That, to me, is fucking dope. Yeah, and maybe I just gravitated towards those artists because a lot of people have called Grayson and I talentless, but um, yeah, I don't know. It could be that. But I don't know, I just have a, a, 
a different level of respect for someone who doesn't have a like cliche talent. Yeah, like I would like I would say that all like Cuddy, Kevin, and Ben, to me, top three voices. Yeah, m- m- top ten. There's some, there's some guys out there like like Chris Cornell, be- fucking one of the best voices ever. I can name I can name Bruno Mars, smooth Bruno as Mars, shit. holy fuck, Miguel, <laughs> fuck, dude. Those guys, their voices are insane, and there is no doubt in my mind that they practiced all day and night and put their ten thousand hours in to be able to sing like that and yeah, that smooth for sure. But who's your fourth? I'm still waiting on your fourth. Dude, I'm, there, I'm, I'm know. thinking. But but listen back to what I'm I, trying to figure. To I, I gotta I figure saying, out a fourth, bro. I'm gonna go through my library. We didn't we didn't talk about Kevin. We talked about Cody. We talked about Ben. Kevin Parker from Tim and Paula. Um, he, his way of writing. Oh God, it just blows my mind. Also, yeah, because he like he more so I think tells a story, where Cuddy's like he just talks about himself. Ben in the coolest way possible. In the for coolest people. way possible. So, Cuddy talks about problems. Sorry, that, I, I dude, I played that down like a fucking dude. I'm yeah, sorry, dude. How the I fuck did you see. play that down, dude? Cuddy is like a lord, dude. Cuddy's a god. I don't even know. If Cuddy, I don't even know if Cuddy is real at this point. He I obviously is. It. He obviously is, but I don't. Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I've never seen him in the flesh. <laughs> he, it's yeah, dude. He's he's insane. Like what Cuddy does is he puts every feeling that you could possibly have that you have no clue how to explain into the perfect words and he's not afraid to do it he said fuck it whatever fuck all these rap stereotypes i'm not rapping about girls i'm not rapping about money i'm gonna rap about my fucking feelings <sighs> dude that should Talk give about me chills. gangster bro. bro are you fucking hitting me do you know how many like people have probably like shamed him in the rap community that is the most like bizarre thing you could possibly do as a rap artist and People will look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? Just because you absolutely do not fit in at all at that point. And he didn't give a fuck. He just kept doing him, bro. And he was one of the first to ever do that. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if there, I don't know if that's the truth, but he was the first to ever fucking do it in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We have to get our fourth. Who's our fourth? Damn. Dude. The dude, fourth is always so tough. Honestly, like, I really like Miguel a lot. Mm-hmm. I know you do. We should do, we should do top albums right after this. It's, really it's so hard. To, dude, it's so hard to put a, to put a fourth. Or maybe we can do top albums another episode. Yeah, we should do that another episode. I feel like the top three it was funny because you guys banged that out yeah. so easily. You top, know, it's like boom, right? boom, boom. Dude, yeah. there's definitely a fourth. There's definitely a fourth. Let us get back to you on that one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we can continue us when we do the album thing. We can uh, add this onto there. Like I really like because of memories and and stuff and like this is like I like heavily bonded with my dad over the over Foo Fighters music. Dave, Dave Grohl could be up there. Yeah, he could. it's hard. We have to we. we the, the, I just feel like so many people are tied for fourth. I got to get the fourth one, and I'll get back to all you guys on that one. You know what? I've I've never been. A, I've always had a top three. I've never been able to get the fourth, dude. Yeah. Why is that harder than the first? I don't know, dude. But you know what? You know what? I've also never been able to do. What's that? Come up with something on this planet that has never been done before. I have failed every single time we've played this game, guys. We're about to play a game called Never Been Done NBD, and we basically try to come up with a scenario that has never happened on the entire face of this planet for as long as it has existed and you gotta you gotta remember dinosaurs they were here millions of years ago you know there's somewhere around there i I actually don't know the number how many billions how many billions of people are on this planet 7.3 7 billion i think yeah between seven and eight so think about how many people that is and then think about how many things people do in their lifetimes and then think about something that has never been done um, but it can't be too specific. So to keep it general, I would say that there there has been no kid that has shown up 
to school every single day of the year, the full school year, wearing only one color every single day. And then the last color that he wore was just a bunch. And then the last day of school, he wore an outfit with every single fucking color on the color wheel on his body. Bro, I think that that last bit got a little specific. It no, got too specific. It's not, dude. It's not, bro. He switched it up the last fucking day. Bro. Every he goes, color? Every day, he goes, every day I'm wearing red. And then the next day, and then the last day of school, right when you think he's going to wear red, motherfucker wears pink, purple, blue, white, Yo, green, all right, orange, I can, black, I can see this yellow. definitely happening with someone wearing black every single day of the school year. Yeah, yeah. Black and then one day every wearing single day white. Of the school year, and then the last day, he wears a fucking tie-dye. I, and yeah. because he doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's graduating. I could, I could see it. Dude, yeah, he or she is you guys graduated. actually they don't have fuck anymore. Some school years are shrunk too, you know, a lot of snowstorms, a lot of things happening this, this school year. Quarantine. Which hey, yeah, so hey, shout out to yeah. anybody who got a shrunken school year and wasn't able to to go to a prom or something or a graduation. I'm I'm sending love your way. I'm sorry that you were stripped of that, but I promise you. And when this is over, have the best graduation party of all time. Yes, but I promise you, life gets fucking good. Always, every single day. Every single day is a blessing and life keeps getting good. And you're going to have a lot of amazing events happen in your life that are going to be the best memories of all time. Yeah. Um, all what, right. what hasn't been done, Grayson? Yeah, what do you think hasn't been done? I think that um, no one at the beach has ever fed a flock of sea, like, a, like a, a bunch of seagulls. Like, you know how people like will eat, feed seagulls yeah. or they leave a chip bag out? No one has ever at the beach... Fed a flock of seagulls split pea soup. Hmm. That's definitely tough. That is because here's the thing. They had would have you have to they had to feed the seagulls, right? The seagulls couldn't have just like raided their fucking cooler. And I mean the, the seagulls are fed in that scenario, but bro, like, do seagulls even like split pea soup? They like I think everything. seagulls would eat anything that somebody acts like is food for them. You know, I think it doesn't matter what it is. Oh my god, they, 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 like I could be biting an action figure guys, off and they right. come and swoop the action figure. And think it's food. yeah, it would. I think it would want to. That's eat very it, true. I think all birds are like that. This morning, I was eating a muffin that Ethan made yesterday. It was awful, and Thanks. my bird was on my shoulder, and she was deathly afraid of the muffin. And then I had to like my, and I was trying to feed her a bit of the muffin to see if she liked it because it had all bird friendly ingredients in it. I'm vegan, so it's plant-based anyway. And I was biting the muffin, and then it took it took until I mimed biting the muffin and showing her that it was food until she wasn't afraid of it and she ate it herself. But that's just a cute story I had. But yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I think it's highly unlike, not highly nah, unlikely. Someone, dude, someone, dude, think I, about it, bro. People dude, I'm sticking my guns, dude. I think that, I do. I, I don't think anyone fed seagull split pea soup at the beach. You know what I think, dude? Someone went to the beach in like October and it was cold and windy. They had fucking soup, dude. They brought it from the grocery store. They got it at the soup bar. They were eating it and then they were like, oh, fuck, I can't finish oh, this shit. And they dude. fed it. Dude, it probably happened a couple times. You know what I just remembered? What? There's a, there's a convenience store at the beach that we grew up going to. Soup bar. They had a soup bar. That probably happened at the beach. And split that we grew pea up soup could have been soup of the day, dude. Could have been soup of the. It could have been SOD, dude. That that honestly must. SOTD. Yeah, dude. On, yeah, SOTD, bro. Could have been soup of the day, and honestly, it could have happened at the beach that we grew up going to. <laughs> yeah, it could say. be close to you guys. Dude, I mean, I don't know, man. What do you think, Ryan? I think that that is tough because split pea, pea, uh, pea soup is very specific, but I feel like it, it's had. There's so many older women that just go to the beach all day. 
I would be shocked if one didn't so have that saying, kind of soup. Wait, okay, so you're saying that older women eat split pea soup? And I, bro, I eat that shit a lot. I would say I would associate it with older women, yeah. Yeah, Grayson, you normally do a lot of, like, older, yeah, I guard. older I, people things. I yeah. garden, and I yeah, I rake flower beds, so. Yeah, so, yeah. Ryan, you, you, you know something hasn't been done, though, right? Because I'm starting to panic right here. I can't, I literally I, can't think I of know anything. I... I know I do. Julie on Twitter, uh, she said, I, I bet nobody has ever played Uno in a bathtub full of turkey gravy, which made me laugh pretty oh, freaking hard when I read that. Damn. Um, has anyone even has anyone even been in a fucking bathtub full of gravy. turkey gravy? I yeah, don't know. someone's gravied De- up. Definitely, someone, definitely. Someone has gravied up. See, people have been no, in a bathtub full thousands. of fucking like, full of like. 10 million Orbeez. Yeah, it's Takis and shit, like, like Cheetos, spicy Cheetos. All right, someone's been in the fucking gravy tub. That was probably a thing at like a frat fraternity and like yeah, fucking. Dude, someone probably wore. Someone probably like acted like a fucking turkey and went in the in the tub. Dude, someone said. Dude, also, I, I I was doing that work back to throw back to the beginning of this. I was doing a workout on my Snapchat story and it was upside down. And someone sent me a tweet with my back side by side by a turkey, which a I'm vegan, so don't show me that shit. Why? You you don't you don't, you're not one with the animals. Well, it was a it was a. Were you thinking about it eating a, that turkey? It was prepared turkey yeah. that was ready to eat. Oh, it was prepared. Ooh. Yes. Ethan. Gosh. Okay. So uh, I have I, something, wait, by the way. Dude, Ryan Ryan always knows shit that has never been done. Yeah, I have one. This is mine. Um, uh, nobody has ever folded a pile of bootcut jeans while lifeguarding at a theme park water slide. <laughs> <laughs> dude, there's something wrong. There's something in your fucking... There's something going what on the in your... F- Brain, bro. <laughs> bro, that guy what's going through your piece, puts, bro? That guy who puts you in the fucking tube and pushes you down the slide. No way he's ever fucking folded jeans. No way. He's never folded jeans while doing on that. that water slide. There's, no, there's no scenario way. where that person who is like probably a fucking teenager and oh, working their first job. I thought is, of one. I thought of one. No, listen. Next listen. episode. Next episode. No, next no, no, episode. no, no. He shows up late to work. Oh, he has to put his fucking bathing suit on. He's wearing boot cut jeans. His bathing suit is under the jeans. He gets up to his workstation, takes off the jeans, folds them, and puts them in his fucking cubby. You think he would do it oh in front gosh. of people though? All on the way. Hey, he, possible. He I has. Guess. Yeah. He has the the lifeguard pants underneath the jeans. Wow. Damn. And then he. Folds I was getting them. happy there for a second, but Grayson, bro, you made too. I, I thought I had happened. it. I, I think it's happening, guys. I don't know about a pile of, but that's a little specific. But I think <laughs> I think someone that's a lifeguard had jeans on over their lifeguard pants. Got to the job, took their pants off, and folded them up. You're, no, that's that's more plot like plausible than I thought to be honest. All right, guys, that's why so, we need you here. So this game NBD is really fucking hard, as you can see. Yeah, people have done everything because the world is fucked <laughs> in good and bad, <laughs> it's good, very, in good and bad true. ways. In good and bad ways. But if you can think of a way that you know someone has maybe beat the system and done something that has never ever been done before. Or, or something that has never been done by anyone, for that matter. Dude, the Gravy Uno thing? Tweet us. The Gravy that, Uno thing was close. That was a dub. It's never happened. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I don't, that's, I don't, the, dude, the Gravy Uno one, I, I I could only see it happening in a college by accident, but why why Uno? I, it was good. That dude, was or, good or if someone plays Uno in the bathtub, like, on, on their phone, and they... They had a little bit of gravy. Right, great, they had a little bit of gravy no. on them. No, 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 no. <laughs> They were taking the bath no. to get it off of them. No. You never know. The Grayson is, like, the one side of it where he just, like, I feel like you don't want it us to think of one i i don't know man i all right, i'll give it to you the gravy uno thing might have beat the system that's a dub that's i a think dub. that's a good one i think julie gets it so congrats julie on that julie and, thank uh, you for also sending that in. and also 
Julie, shout out Julie, and you know who else I'd like to shout out? Who? Ray. Ray? How do you spell it, Gray? R-A-E. Boom. How the fuck Whoa. did you... How does he know every Because you asked me how to spell it, and I just picked the way that's the secondary spelling. He's pretty good at this, I'll be honest. <laughs> no, because R-A-Y is like a com- is probably the arguably the most common way to, sp- to spell Ray. Mm-hmm. Arguably, but yeah, I would argue. He goes, how do you spell it? As if I'm going to fuck that up. I'm going to think of the second most common way to spell it. Or the ulterior... Alter, alter, alternative? Alter, yeah, alternative way. What is ulterior? What the fuck? Ulterior motives would be like, like, uh, like different yeah, I'm motives. I'm so off yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, you should just be quiet and let me explain about who this Ray is that we're talking about. Because right now it's a Ray Mysterio, because no one knows. <laughs> Shout out Ray Mysterio, though. It is actually TVD Wesley's. And that is the Ray that I'm talking about. At TVD Wesley's on Twitter, Ray. Shout out Ray. And, ooh, this is a name that I've never really seen before. Wait, I don't, wait, 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 hold up. What, wait, what, what, why'd you shout out Ray? Oh, I shouted out Ray because, um, simply, Ray rated our podcast five stars and tweeted a screenshot of them doing so. And maybe included the hashtag Deeper with the Dolan Twins in that tweet and the, the link to the podcast so that we knew when to shout her out or him? Yep. Okay. Well, shout out Ray. Love you, Ray. Um, and also... I would like to shout out for the same reason, actually. That's strange, strangely enough. For the same exact reason, I would love to shout out Kina. Kina! I think it is Kina. Um, K-E-E-N-A. Nope. I'm wrong. Wrong. It is K-I-N-A-H. Oh, damn. That's the fourth spelling way. I, <laughs> and that is Jador Ethan. J-A-D-O-R-E-E-T-H-A-N-N. Shout out, Kina. Shout out, Kina. Grayson. I believe you want to shout someone out. I do. And I would love to shout out Soph. S-O-P-H. You just handed me the screen. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And that's Impala Grant. Dude, Soph knows that we listen to Tame Impala, who we talked about this episode. Dude, Soph may be a fortune teller as well. She knows, man. Soph, shout shout out to you. I want to shout you out because I love you. And I'm appreciative of you and what you tweeted to get shouted out. Um... Ava, EVA, at Matcha Bailey. Damn, I want a matcha right now. A matcha is a green ca- caffeinated drink. You definitely don't need any more caffeine because you've been talking in circles this whole episode. All right, well, shout out to Matcha Bailey. Ava, I fucking love you. I fucking love you. Hey, sorry, I, love, I, got, I, got I, a, I did, I got a little emotional, I'm sorry. It's getting okay, deeper man. in here. Yep. Well, that's what it's about here on Deeper with the Dolan Twins. So, guys, um, while you're quarantining, try to do that thing where you uh, do the squats so Grayson has to post a booty pic. And then also try to do that thing where you do something good to better yourself every single day so you can go to bed satisfied. And then you guys also, are already great people, so that's just a bonus. And then also, watch the new video that's out right now. Probably out right now. I hope it's out right now. Maybe tomorrow. Um, and then, wait, there was one more thing that I wanted to say. What could it have been? Where is my brain hiding this? <laughs> hmm. uh, what was it? Yeah, bro, can you just t- put the flashlight on my ear and just peep my brain real quick? And just try to find yeah, it? Yeah, see if it's... It might be under your equilibrium. I just see, like, a mashed potato-like substance. I don't know. All right, well, guys, I'll remember it for next episode. But until then, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next Tuesday on Deeper with the Dolan Twins. Oh, here's what it was. Spread positivity, guys. Yeah. I want you guys to spread some positivity 
in quarantine any way you possibly can. It feels great. You know what it feels great doing? Bettering yourself and also helping other people better themselves. So spread some positivity and I fucking love you guys. Love y'all. Mike down. I'm out. Peace Damn. out, guys. Wow, you really put the mic down. Yeah, I really did. <laughs>